Twin Cities on the Move, a real estate and mortgage podcast featuring Paul St. Andrew, Justin Sheeler, Joel Benson, and Greg Rios. Paul and Justin are real estate agents with Remax Results, and Joel and Greg are mortgage professionals with Cardinal Financial Company. And now, Twin Cities on the Move. Welcome, everybody. Episode number 18 of Twin Cities on the Move. We're back, fellas. We're in back. Studio. We're in, back. In studio, the sunny Snelling Avenue, Minnesota podcasting studios. It's wonderful to be back. I'm Paul St. Andrew. I'm a realtor with Remax Results. Greg Rios with Cardinal Financial, NMLS 1505482. Justin Sheeler with Remax Results, also practicing social distancing. Good, good. How's, how's, how's Spanky in the other room I'm, doing? I'm out in the hallway here because I'm, uh, I'm a talkative student. Joel's on detention. Uh, so this is Joel Benson, Cardinal Financial, NMLS ID 1064642. We, we have to thank the Minnesota podcasting guys, too. I mean, they, they really they outdid yeah. themselves. Getting us in here, it's not easy with this pesky virus rolling around, yeah. you know, and we finally got the green light to be back in the studio, and, and they were ap- able to make Lots of adjustments because we're four guys plus our producer. Yeah, you know we we're all far apart. We can wave at Joel. I'm I, literally I, in the hall. I, I, where I belong. You know. So thanks, Minnesota Podcasting. Yeah, Good to you. be back. That's for sure. So, wow, what do you say, fellas? <laughs> <laughs> Crazy times. A little huh? bit has changed here uh, since, very since we last sat in these seats. That's for sure. I know it's it's been interesting to say the least. I know. We talked about this a little bit just before we decided to start to record. What do we do? Yeah, we're realtors and mortgage guys. We're not setting political policy here and and doing things. We're selling houses. Where do we fall? Where does our little you know our fun little podcast about real estate and mortgages fall in the scheme of things? Personally, I don't have an answer for where we fall. So yeah, well, very delicate subject. Yeah. Obviously, it really does obviously hit home for all of us. Um, but in particular, I think. Paul has had a unique experience um, with his neighborhood. And, you know, maybe maybe you want to tell us a little bit about what it's been like, you know, for you having all the, you know, really living in the middle of what's what's been happening. Yeah, it's been it's been interesting. And I guess for people who are just tuning in, I you probably, if you've listened in the past, have figured out that I live in South Minneapolis. I've grown up and lived within a block and a half of Lake Street pretty much my whole life. And yes, to watch your neighborhood be lit on fire is very interesting. And I'm, I, I say my neighborhood loosely because it's not right in my backyard, but it was very close. It was close enough to what was going on. And, and you know, again, I understand a protest as much as the next person. And, and I, I, I'll stand with you any day to go protest something that, that you're for your right to do that. That's for sure. But the destruction of good people's businesses and and good things is was hard to watch and and in the absence of of any kind of services that people come to expect. I mean, I didn't get mail for four days. Right. Oh wow. That was very interesting. Measuring hoses with my neighbors so that we could figure out how to put each other's fires out was something that was interesting. The black I told you about the Black Hawk helicopter that felt like it was about thirty feet above my head for two days. We made it. Yeah. We all we all survived and we've all seen it on the news what happened as well. But but it was yeah, it was a week of sleep deprived, wondering if I locked up my barbecue grill tight enough and wondering what's in the, in the alley. And I don't know, it was just a, it was a very interesting week 
That's for sure. I'll bet. That's for sure. You know, one of the things I, I was going to mention is for us, you know, I live in the suburbs and, you know, we were sort of glued to the TV every night, just kind of keeping track of, mm-hmm. you know, what's going to happen tonight. What's, what's, you know, what's next. Yeah. And it was, you know, it's, it felt almost like we were, it didn't feel like we were watching Minneapolis. You know what I mean? It didn't feel like this is my home that uh-huh. this is happening. But then I would talk to Paul and, you know, get text messages with pictures of these helicopters over his house. And it sort of just makes it all, it made it all seem just a little bit more real when you know somebody who's really in the heart of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 I mean, I think it goes without saying that, that what happened was a tragedy and, and, you know, there definitely needs to be some change made and, you know, we're all for doing whatever helps to bring about that change. Um, and I think we just wanted to talk more about just the experience of, of, of being involved. My mail came every day. <laughs> my, my neighborhood wasn't on fire. You know what I mean? So it was, mm-hmm. it was a different experience that, that we all had. Oh, sure. No, it had to be, but everybody felt it. Yeah, everybody still felt it because I'd go down to right in the middle of it after the first day. I guess I was, I, you know, my son wanted to go down there, and I said, well, "Okay, well, we'll go together," because it, it was pretty tense, yeah. you know. And this was about a mile and a half west of where I lived down Lake Street was where the the third precinct is, and we walked right by it. We walked, you know, and it was in fine shape then it had cement around it they quickly were putting up big fences around it um the auto zone which is kitty corner which was the first building to be lit on fire was still smoldering when we walked through and you know they were still trying to put out fires this was after the first night there were still people running in and out of target with stuff and you're like huh they don't have a cart they don't have bags they just have armfuls of things you could feel it it was a different world it really was. It was a different world. And then, of course, we got in, in our car and off we went back to our, you know, a mile and a half down where you knew things were going on. The Dairy Queen, a half a block from my house, got knocked. They went in there the first night, and that's still not open. They broke mm-hmm. the door so bad that they can't, they got to get a new door just to, you know, new back door, and they also broke the freezer. The Super America or Speedway it is right across the street from that, that's still not open either. A friend of mine, Matt, I've known my whole life. His parents had the liquor store, and he's older than me, so his parents, of course, are long gone. He owns the liquor store a few blocks down. The kitty corner neighbor from him, Star Automotive, they threw out 10 guys in there the first night hmm. that walked in. And they, since the Star Automotive guys sat in their parking lot for about a week every night, and I think they saved our little piece of Lake Street between about 40th Avenue South and the river. They really did. And they just, you know, I talked to them, and they said that they'd go over to different businesses as guys had tried to get in, and they'd remind them that the business was closed and to come back the next morning. And they did their yeah. job, and that was good. It was good. We needed them. I never thought that I would live like that, even for a short period of time. I never thought that would happen, but it did. And, and you know, like you said, Joel, it, I... I'm happy now that it's over so that we can focus on what really needs to be focused on with this situation. I think right. it's important. I think it's things have to change. And we all know that things have to change. It's been this way for way too long. And so I'm glad that that business is done because I think it took the focus off the real problem. Thanks for asking, fellas. It's, 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 the, Lake Street is a, South Minneapolis is a great great neck of the woods you know it's it's a full of a wonder that's the thing it's it's full of so much diversity it really is so many different different groups of people so many different cultures and they've that's the thing that's kind of ironic they've all gotten along over the years guys like me you know uh 
immigrant people from all walks of life are up and down that street, and then guys like me who've just lived there. I mean, my mom and dad lived on lakes. You know, it's, I've been there for years. And so for all of those different cultures to get along and for that to happen there seems just strange and odd to me. So, so I hope and pray it doesn't happen again, and, and I'm sure that things will come back and be just fine. So, Amen. When we come back, why don't we do this? I'd love to hear about how with COVID, we still have this pesky virus going on to deal with and this, all of this. And I know it's affected lending. I've seen it with my clients. I'd love to hear from you guys a little bit about that. Well, and it's affected Joel. He's out in the hallway. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> yes. And then also, I'd love to hear from Justin um, just about real estate and what's going on, you know, because people sure. are wondering, you know, is the housing market falling apart or not? And, and let's, let's learn about that, too. And... Of course, it wouldn't be a podcast with Twin Cities on the Move if we didn't mention Tina Huinchandi at Country Financial. Tina's been our sponsor here for almost a year, and we thank her. It's been great. Uh, recently, I shopped my insurance, and she was actually able to upgrade my coverage, and my payment went down a little bit. I mean, it wasn't anything major, but I was already spending that money, and I got increased you know, auto and home <coughs> coverage. So for anyone out there, you know, this isn't just for new home buyers. You know, if you have existing coverage, you know, why not look into it, run Great. a quote, you know, if she can get you some better coverage or save you some money, whatever your goal is, you know, sometimes it's just worth it to, to you know, have a quality check on your insurance and see if, you know, you it's have really good advice. It's really good advice. Definitely. Yeah. The yeah. One, you know, the one thing I'll mention or was going to mention about, about Tina as well is she invited me last week to a... Uh, to an event that she was sponsoring. It was just a food truck thing. And uh, it's important, I think, uh, Country Financial, who she works for, it's, it's, is, is about being sort of active in the community. So I think not just being you know, an insurance provider, but, but trying, to, trying to be active in the community. So they were co-sponsoring the event. Um, so I, I went and uh, got, a, got a free lunch out of it, which was obvious. I, told, I tried to pay for myself, obviously, but she wouldn't allow it. So, But I think that's an important thing. So if you, if you do have insurance needs, um, it's not always just about the numbers, um, but give her a call at 651-846-8163. Sounds good. We'll be back in a minute. back everybody episode number 18 of twin cities on the move um and hey one thing guys i did you hear we have over 1,000 downloads of our little podcast now so thank you everybody thank you for listening very very happy with that and don't forget you can download our podcast anywhere you get your podcast we'll be on it so so we're kind of a big deal we're we are a big deal we're a huge deal that's for sure (laughs) so twin cities on the move again uh brought to you by country financial and tina huinchandy 651-846-8163 now to the business of mortgages and real estate fellas what's it what's it like at being a lender with your mask on it's super fun. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's a fun deal. No, it's been uh it's been good. It's uh it's been a weird year obviously in many ways. Um not just, you know, with what's going on in the world, but it's had an impact on our business for sure. And we've talked in past episodes how, you know, there's been some tightening to to guidelines and things like that. There's been some different verifications we have to do. Um, you know, we talked one episode about the forbearance topic. We're constantly having to, to check with lenders about whether our, our clients are currently in a forbearance or if they're making their payments. So there's been a lot of, a lot of strange things that we're, that we're doing that we aren't 
normally accustomed to doing. It's been a weird market in that, it, you know, obviously in, in March and April, things kind of got really weird, you know, as mm-hmm. far as the, 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 your market, our market, but it's through the whole thing, it stayed pretty consistent. It, we, it slowed down a little bit, of course, um, but it's really picked back up. It seems to me that the, the spring market just started a little late is what it feels like. It sort of started real slow and, and it's just kind of continued to, to build up. And, you know, I'm, I'm right now having those, those situations where my clients are in, you know, multiple offers and we're losing deals. And so it's not as much about finding the business and it's about, you know, winning the business. So I've got, you know, just about every day I've got somebody putting an offer in somewhere on, on a property and sometimes I win them, sometimes I don't. So, you know, those are our normal sort of spring issues are, are more about inventory. And I think that's becoming more of our issue than, you know, we still have, you know, some guideline restrictions that are, that are a little bit troublesome, but they're starting to loosen up a little bit. It's been pretty, pretty consistent and, and, and but building consistently. And we're, we're getting to the point now where we're going to have maybe, you know, kind of a normal summer. One of the things I've noticed is uh, programs. So like first time homebuyer programs, Minnesota housing, things like that have kind of fallen by the wayside. Have you guys run into many Minnesota housing deals or offers along the way? I haven't seen as much. No, I normally don't see a ton of them. So we, we default to you guys on that. Right. It's interesting right. that you brought it up. Yeah. I mean, they, they've kind of fallen by the wayside. I'll say the rates have been outstanding. You know, that's one of the positives about all the craziness that's been happening is rates continue to stay pretty low. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're looking to refinance or purchase, you're going to get all-time low rates right now, which is great. And then, you know, we kind of experienced the other side of the coin. You know, Joel mentioned a lot of multi-bid situations and practicing doing uh, pre-approval letters. But, you know, we had a client where I had them pre-approved on a Sunday, and I think you had them under contract yeah. that Wednesday whirlwind, boom, boom, boom. People are aggressive. Greg, yeah. uh, Greg is referring to a client that we mutually are working together with. And uh, yeah, he had sent me her contact info on Sunday. I called it right away, right. like thir- within 30 seconds. And right. we were out looking at properties uh, the next couple nights. And yeah, we had them locked up within uh, just a couple of days. And they're, they're very aggressive. People are aggressive when they see something they like, they're, they're going for it. Well, I think that's what's happen too as far as and and we mentioned this in previous shows i know if you look back through our through our episodes that last couple months is that the the tire kickers i think are gone yeah they're not out there anymore they're not out there showing activity is actually has returned just in the last week or so it's up so that it surpassed levels from last year can and you say that again, Paul? Because I think people would be shocked. I know, right? Yeah. And I mean, true. we were even surprised. We were even yeah. a little surprised, too. But and yes, we're, we do this every day. Yeah, there's more people out here out there looking for homes last week than there were the, a year ago the same week. And again, if you eliminate the people that are just looking for something to do before happy hour, yeah. that tells me that it's, it's, there's a, they're all serious buyers. And for, that, for those people to be up, there's a lot of buyers in the market right now. Now, as far as listing goes, it's still kind of a bit of a roller coaster. One week, it seems like you, when I look at the stats, the new listings are up, then they're down, then they're up. Overall, they're, you know, yeah. just kind of unsure yet, you yeah. know, as to what, what's going to happen with the listing. And inventory has been low for it's historically low uh, now. Yeah. And yeah. that's probably what's saving us, too, a little bit here is because we did expect this year to be a little bit slower. 
But it's it's been amazing how every time we've predicted it to maybe drop a little bit, we had the COVID, we had all the other stuff that's happened, and mm-hmm. and it's just the market has remained strong. Now, part of that probably is the inventory being so low, and it's and the demand is so high, and marketing one hundred and one says that's a, that's perfect yeah, storm for a seller and, right. and for a market too. Yeah. So and hopefully that continues. I think Joel's absolutely right that with the spring market, I think it's just delayed, it's extended, and we may not have a downturn this year where we normally dip right after Memorial Day and then we pick back up right before school. Mm-hmm. It may just go straight into you know. Hopefully we keep the momentum. That'd going. be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if you, I wouldn't complain. <laughs> no, and I think too, there's a lot of summer vacations that might be put off this year for people, you know, that are, would have been taking a big trip and, and doing that. I always notice in July. Yeah. From the 4th of July oh, until, until Labor Day. It's, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's pretty sleepy, and that's it's, it's fine for fine with me. I'd rather be at the lake, you know. <laughs> it's, <laughs> at least it's for a, a couple good, of weeks. Yeah, at least yeah, for a little while. Catch your it's breath all, a little bit. Right. Then, it's always, yeah. you know, and that's what I think a lot of people think of. And so there won't be as much of that happening. So I, I think you're right that it might just be kind of slow and steady here for a while, and which is just fine. When you do showings, Justin, what like what's your how are you doing? <laughs> Man, you know, if you would have asked me a year ago, I would, and you told me what we're doing now, I, I probably would have fallen over. Right. Now, you know, we're it's mandatory. Realtors, uh, you know, whenever possible, you absolutely have to have a mask, but they also want us to wear gloves. We're usually bringing. Clorox wipes with us wherever we go. As we go through a property, we're typically wiping down handles and door locks and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, we're practicing social distancing where we can only bring usually two people in the house with us now. You know, the days mm-hmm. of bringing the whole family in, unless you're doing it on a second showing, is just usually they won't let us do that. Right. So, yeah, it's just, uh, you know, it's completely completely different it is it and is. you can talk about the listing side because that's changed too i mean yeah you know it is it's in, yeah the things that you do to to list a house like yeah. you said i mean i'm yeah always hand sanitizer clorox wipes yep. all of the clean you know things 3d tours to, yep yeah a lot of yes that's you know and 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 like you i've always i've offered those for quite a while Me with too, those yeah. matterport tours they're they're really fun to they're just kind of fun it's like a and, video game man yeah, just, yeah yeah and and if you're not familiar with like what a 3d virtual tour is it's kind of the way i describe it is it's kind of like if you can picture a dollhouse where you take the roof right off of the dollhouse and yeah. virtually on your phone or on a laptop or on an ipad or any tablet you have you can almost physically be inside the house and you can look up down left right you can go from room to room and it's a wonderful wonderful tool so that just as a first step really to to decide if you do want to go into the house um now from from my listing clients the question i've asked them i guess the last month or two is do you want people in your house you know just are you are you are you good are you comfortable with that and if you're not comfortable with that well maybe we should wait and what 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 kind of responses are you getting is it are more people comfortable I, or, or not comfortable in it varies <laughs> it, it in march it was i'd say i would have a very mixed bag of it where people would some people would be like well no i'm not really that comfortable and then there's always the guy that's like ah forget i don't come on in who cares yeah. you know and that's the guy that would give you a big hug right in the middle of everything right now too and yeah <laughs> So people are different. Their opinions, you know, but it is. I to me, I think it's a good question because if you're not comfortable, then it's not the time to list your house for sure. sure. It's yeah. just not. Um, between well, now we're in the middle of June. The, the, that three month period, I think all of us have been a, started to 
become accustomed to our new world. Yeah. And I'm not getting that answer anymore. People are like, sure. yeah, I'm ready. You know, and they say it more like that, more thoughtfully, more like, yes, I've thought about this and yeah, I'm ready to move forward. You know, for, for, for us, it's a little less, uh, I guess what I can relate to is we don't often meet our clients face-to-face as often as you guys do, right? Because yeah. they're going to fax me documents or they're going to email or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the one thing I can say is, that, you know, we're still doing a lot of refinance business. Um, and those types of transactions, for example, don't have to close at a title company. So I'm always giving people the option, do you want to contact us, contactless closing? Mm. And I haven't yet to have a client say that they don't. They, yeah. You know, so I guess yeah. if it, because they have the option. So what's happening in those cases is, you know, they're closing maybe at the borrower's home, but they're delivering the you know the documents to the to the doorway. They're bringing them in, and they either, you know, if they want to FaceTime or whatever they can. Otherwise, they're just signing them and then bringing them back out to the closer. And so wow. you know, I but but I guess uh, you know I'm 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 only seeing it on you know a certain type of of business. So and what about you know purchase closings? Because like I I can remember just I haven't gone to one in the last two months because I yeah. the, I tried to go to one I think up in. Forest Lake a couple months ago and they wouldn't let me in. Yeah, yeah, no, so, and that's that's that had nothing to do with COVID. Right, right. <laughs> As people become more accustomed to it, that's kind of changed too, depending on where you go. Um, I've sat in the car for a couple of them too because they wouldn't let sure. me in, especially in the beginning. Um, so there's some brokerages in town; they still the door is still locked and you can't go in. Now, Remax Results, the the brokers that Justin and I are affiliated with, they let us in. Um, they let us in the, you know, I mean, they, they, they never really shut the doors to the offices. Um, they asked us not to ch- go to closings. And now it's kind of, I think it's dependent more on the closer and the closer's wishes. And it's still, I, I always just defer to who's in the room yeah. sure. more than anything. I had a closing yesterday that uh, we all sat in the room, including the listing agent. And we sat, the conference table's 10 feet long. We just kind of milled around and found our space and <laughs> we're there and, Everybody was comfortable with it. Given this situation, we all just have to be thoughtful of others yep. more than anything, you know, yep. wherever we go. So, yeah. So bottom line, it's business is still happening in yes. the real estate yes. world and mortgage world. That's for sure. So, well, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, episode number 18. Don't forget now, um, we, we did get 1,000 downloads and surpass that. We'd love 1,001. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Right. So don't forget to download us. Listen to the old episodes. You can get them anywhere. You can get your podcasts. And uh, thanks again very much to Minnesota Podcasting for getting us in the door here today and figuring all of this out. Thanks again, everybody, for listening to episode 18. And thanks also to Tina Winchandy, Country Financial. 651 846 8116. We'll see you next time. This has been Twin Cities on the Move a real estate and mortgage podcast. Paul St. Andrew and Justin Sheeler are licensed real estate agents in the state of Minnesota with the brokerage Remax Results. You can find Paul online at minnesotahomesales.com and Justin at justinsheeler.com with Sheeler spelled S-C-H-E-E-L-E-R. Joel Benson and Greg Rios are mortgage professionals with Cardinal Financial Company. You can find them online at cardinalfinancial.com. Cardinal Financial Company, NMLS 66247, is an equal housing opportunity lender and is not affiliated with REMAX results. Jill Benson's NMLS ID is 1064642, and Greg Rios' NMLS ID is 1505482. 
This show was produced by Minnesota Podcasting and recorded in their St. Paul studios. And they can be found online at mnpodcasting.com. The views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the individual participants and may not necessarily reflect the views or opinions of REMAX Results, Cardinal Financial Company, or Minnesota Podcasting. 